Hey there, you're listening to the Nourished Actor Podcast. Welcome to the Nourished Actor Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Eshelman, a working actor based in New York City. This podcast is all about how to create a sustainable, healthy lifestyle, whether you're a creative, freelancer, or anything in between. Get ready to nourish your mind, body, and career. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nourished Actor Podcast. It's me again, Deanna, your hostess. And today is another solo episode with just me. Um, Hopefully by now, episodes one and two are out into the world. And if you liked them, please subscribe. And if you feel really great, you could write a review. (laughs) But anywho, welcome back. This week is another solo episode, like I said. And we're going to talk about a couple of different things. But first of all, I wanted to talk about what's been going on in my life. Um, lots, lots of good things. It's uh, We're in the thick of audition season in New York City. So for my theater people, I feel you. Um, this past week was fucking nuts. Lots of auditions. Um, I ended up only getting seen at like one out of like 15. But that's fine. It's all good. Um Last week, I had a really fantastic audition with a company I've worked with before, so fingers crossed that works out, and if not, that's okay. There's lots of things going on, Um, but yeah, I just wanted to shout out to my theater and musical theater people um, and let you know that I'm here, (laughs) I'm in it too, and uh, you know, do your best self-care stuff to kind of stay sane outside of it. It can be really hard to achieve balance during this season. So, and I mean, balance isn't real anyway, but do your best to offset all the crazy by making your quote unquote muggle life as simple as possible. I hope you liked our interview last week with Becky Whitcomb. Uh, Becky's been a really good friend of mine for a long time and I'm sure I'll have her on the podcast again. Um, but if you liked her, let me know. I love doing interviews. I have another one coming up this week. Um, and interviews are great because even though, you know, I think I am full of wisdom, I think it's really great to hear from others, um, in different points in their life, or maybe other people who have different, um, focuses than I do, things like that. I think we can all learn from each other. Um, so interviews are going to be a big part of this podcast. Okay, let's get started with today's episode. Um, we're going to start by talking about a tangible tip, and this is one that, It might sound like, duh, Deanna, like, why are you bringing this up again? Well, it's, or not why are you bringing this up again, but why, why is this important? It seems so silly, but it really made a big difference in my life. So I'll tell you about it. So today's tangible tip is to get dressed. Yes, you heard me right. Get dressed. Um, And I think this can be applicable to anybody, but if you're someone like me who's a freelancer and there are some days where I work all day, there are some days I work only in the morning or in the afternoon or at night, and then there's other days altogether that I don't work, but I still have like some work I could do from home, things like that, my tip is to get dressed. So what I mean by that is that um, if you have chunks of time throughout your day where you have free time interspersed with things you want to do, whether it's work-related or not, I highly suggest getting dressed in the morning. I have found personally that if I stay in my pajamas or in my, like I call them my house clothes, 
I tend to not do the things I want to do. Even things that bring me joy that are like kind of chore-like, but still things I want to do. If I'm not dressed, I will not do them. I think it's so easy to just stay in our pajamas and binge Netflix or be on our phones, which that is fine if that is what you intend to do. But most of us do not intend to watch a whole season on Netflix at once. It usually just happens because we lose track of time and aren't really being mindful with our time. And something that, like I said, can help us be a little more mindful is putting on actual clothes. So for me, that means putting on, you know, I prefer jeans and a t-shirt. It doesn't have to be fancy. Some people can put on like yoga pants and whatnot and still feel like they can be productive. That's fine if that's you. For me, I need to put on something that like I feel confident going out into public with. And I feel confident going out in public in yoga pants, but I won't do as much if I'm in yoga pants. Jeans, I'll get a lot done. So for me, I really find that if I put on quote unquote real clothes, I will get stuff done more. Now, my boyfriend, on the other hand, he works five days a week, has two days off, and um, seven days a week he does comedy at night. So for him, on his days off, even if he has like some chores he wants to do, he does not intend on doing anything besides writing and stuff like that. So for him, staying in his basketball shorts and t-shirt is fine and doesn't bother him. For me, if I stay in my house clothes, which, okay, fun fact, my house clothes, it's really embarrassing. I have like a house dress I wear because I don't like wearing pants. I want my legs to be free. You know what I mean, ladies? So for me, if I'm sick, like sitting in my house dress and my robe, I feel like super lazy. And I think it's because I build in rest time into my everyday, whereas my boyfriend doesn't necessarily do that. He only has his two days off. So for me, if I stay in my house dress all day, I feel so lazy and like I did nothing and it doesn't feel good. So even if I want to relax a little bit, I will maybe keep my like PJs on for a little bit. But then I get dressed even if I'm still just relaxing because for me... It helps me be more mindful of my time. And if I'm dressed, I'm also ready to go whenever I want to leave. Um, Whether that be to go do chores, to go do work, to go do, I don't know, something fun on a date with my boyfriend, anything like that. So I highly suggest getting dressed even if you have a day off. And again, if you're somebody who has the day off and you don't intend to do anything special, I still think you should put on some like yoga pants or leggings. Because you'll find that you'll be more inclined to do the things that you have to do, like chores or meal prep, if you're dressed. If you have PJs on, you might not feel that way. And I will say, too, I've heard this a lot from entrepreneurs or freelancers who work from home. A lot of them get up and get dressed as if they were going into the office. Now, I don't go that far. I don't want to put a bra on if I don't have to. (laughs) But that said, a lot of them will do that because... Otherwise, they have a hard time managing their time. So I do suggest getting dressed. Um, I don't put on shoes because, you know, I'm in my house. But if it means putting on shoes, if it means putting on makeup, do it. You'll get more done. So that's my tangible tip of the day. Get dressed even if you don't intend to leave the house. And 
In turn, it'll probably help you manage your time a little better and be more mindful of your time, which is essential for pretty much anybody with any sort of job. All right, so that's our tangible tip. Now we're going to go into a deep dive, which I do on my solo episodes. My deep dive today is going to be all about finding a passion project. So let me give you kind of what I consider to be a passion project versus a side hustle. I've talked a lot about side hustles previously, and a side hustle is a way to make money on the side of your career. Um, A side hustle could be a small thing that you do on the side. It could be a big thing. For me, I consider even my part-time jobs that pay my rent, I consider those side hustles still, even though they're technically... Sorry, I just heard the door. So side hustles, I consider to be anything that I do on the side for my acting career, even my things that pay my rent. So that would be like my side jobs um, that I do for a couple companies, my tour guiding job, any freelance work I do. That's all a side hustle for me. Um, My beauty counter business is a side hustle for me right now. And these are all ways to make income. Now, a passion project, I think, is different because a passion project shouldn't be something that you'd go in with the idea of making money. That doesn't mean that you can't make money from your passion project, but the impetus behind the passion project isn't money. It's to do because it's exciting and inspiring for you. Example for me is this podcast. So yeah, of course I would love to make money off this podcast because it's something I really enjoy doing, even though I'm still in the very early stages of it. However, I'm not going into this podcast thinking like this is for money purposes because it's not. Right now, I just do it for fun. I do it because it inspires me. It allows me to express myself in a different way. It's something that a lot of people have asked me to do and I've been wanting to do for myself and I just haven't. So this is a passion project. There's no pressure behind it to make money, at least not right away. And that's what a passion project is. It's something that you do just for you and because it brings you joy. Whereas, like I said, a side hustle, like for example, my beauty counter business. If you don't know this about me, I work for Beauty Counter as a consultant. Beauty Counter is a safer skincare and beauty company. It's changed my skin. I love it. If you want any info, feel free to message me. But either way, That is something that's a side hustle because even though I'm really passionate about it, I do intend to make a business out of it, um, make money from it. And I went in with the idea that I want to make it a business. That is different from my podcast, which is primarily passion focused and driven by my passion and joy versus money, at least for right now. So that's the biggest difference. And like I said, passion projects can turn into side hustles pretty easily. But I think, like I said, the difference is that you do not put that pressure on it right away. Because when you start putting pressure on it to make money, um, it's much easier to feel like you're failing at it when a passion project isn't something you should be able to fail at. Like if nobody listens to this podcast, I mean, that's sad, but I still enjoy doing it. And I hope that some, if one person listens, for me, it's worth it. Because this is something that I've been wanting to do and it's something that makes me happy. Um, As soon as you put that pressure on the passion project to make you money, it becomes more complicated and 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 it makes implications that you have to, that you have to do it a certain way to earn money or to get people to follow or to listen or whatever. And I think that that, again, changes your relationship with the project quite a bit. 
Um, whereas if you start from a place of this is a passion of mine, this is something fun for me, you can transition a little bit easier into a business. Now, passion projects don't ever have to become a business. And I think that's something that's important to talk about too. You do not ever have to make your passion project a business if you don't want to. So for example, I love to bake. Um, my mom loves to bake and my mom has thought about making baking a business, but for me, I just do it for fun. I do it because I like to make people happy with food. Um, I enjoy baking for my boyfriend, for my friends, and I have no intention of making that anything more than a passion of mine. I have friends who enjoy making collages and doing like artwork at home. And that's just something, again, it's a passion project. It's fun for them to do, but it does not have any implications of being anything more than a hobby or just a passion project. I will say the difference between maybe a hobby and a passion project is a hobby is something for me that I I feel that I do um, for fun and it brings me joy, but I'm not necessarily fired up to do it all the time. Like I love to read, for example. Reading is a hobby, but reading doesn't necessarily inspire me to like do something out of my comfort zone, whereas this podcast does. Um, So I think that's the difference between a hobby and a passion project. Some people might consider them to be the same thing, which is fine. Um, But again, both a hobby and a passion project aren't fueled by money making, at least not in the beginning. Another passion project could be, well, see, this is where it gets complicated because as a creative, a lot of times we create things um, because, you know, we are inspired to do so. And then eventually you do want those creative things to make money. For example, if you're a writer, you write with, you write because you want to write and you, because you have a story to tell, but at some point you want to have those stories make money for you. But I think that the difference is that if you start off a a project with the idea of this has to make money, again, you put that pressure on yourself, which may not unlock all your creative insights. So this is where it gets complicated. There, I think for some people, you know, writing stories or something like that separate from what they do to make money writing wise might be considered their passion project. I know a lot of people who have written musicals who are writers who they always have like one musical that is their musical that they hope to get off the ground slash make money from at some point. But then they have a couple of side things that they do that are just for them or at least for now, just for them. Yeah. Other creative passion projects could be cooking Some people find that their passions are like fitness, like they love to, you know, be in the gym and learn about fitness and all that fun stuff. Again, sometimes that'll quickly turn into a side hustle. I know a friend who she started getting into fitness because she wanted to lose some weight and she did and she looked great and all these things. And then um, she took it to the next level and became a fitness instructor. I feel like so many actors do that because it's very similar to what we do, actors, dancers. So that said, you know, it can very easily turn into a, you know, a passion project can turn easily into a side hustle, but I don't think it necessarily has to have that implication, at least not right away. So now we've talked about what is a passion project versus what is a side hustle. And I think that it's important to talk about why a passion project is so important in my opinion. And I think everybody should have one. And if you don't, I suggest finding one if you're a creative, especially. I mean, I think everyone in the whole wide world could use a passion project, but I think creatives especially need one because again, as I've talked about before, 
so much of our worth is tied up with with our work as creatives. So for example, as an actor, so much of your worth is tied up in what jobs you're getting and then how you do with those jobs for acting. And so when you are auditioning and not getting jobs or whatever it is, when you're out of work or when you decide to take a break, you know, it's good to have something on the side that you can do that still keeps you being creative. Because when you only are creative in your quote unquote job, I don't know. I just feel like that's not enough. And I think that it's so easy to just get wrapped up in getting the next job that we kind of lose our creative spark. Um, So passion projects for me are really important, especially if you're a creative and especially if you're an actor, because you know what? If I ask you how you are and the first thing you say is, oh, well, I I just got done with this gig and I'm, I'm auditioning and, you know, I'm just auditioning a lot and then working my side job and that's it. I think to myself, like, I don't know. Are you a person? (laughs) I don't know. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with being focused on your career at all. But I think that we need to realize that is that you do better work when you're creative outside of your audition life or outside of your, your, you know, your job. If you're in a show, I think that so often we just get tied up in doing our one thing that we don't explore other outlets and therefore become very one note as humans. And I think that in the long run, that will stifle your career. I really do think that. So anyway, why is it important to have a passion project? First of all, it gives you something to talk about. (laughs) This might seem like a little silly, but so often um, people you meet, whether it be someone who's in the business or not, is going to ask you, what are you up to? And again, if you say, I'm auditioning a bunch and whatever, um, that's great, but everyone's auditioning. So what makes you special? Excuse me. What makes you special? And I'm not saying that like, if you don't have a passion project, you're not special. We're all special snowflakes, yada, yada, yada. But really, what are you doing to fill your soul? I mean, if you're passionate about your dog, that's amazing. Talk about your dog. Um, But a passion project that's creative makes you that much more interesting. And also, I feel like it helps you, again, in the long run with your creative stuff. So yeah, it gives you something to talk about. Another great thing about a passion project is it kind of fuels your other creative outlets. So this podcast has given me so much already, and I'm only on episode three. Because I'm reaching out to people I wouldn't normally talk to. I'm telling people about it I normally wouldn't talk to. It's a great networking tool. And I think, too, it makes me feel like I have a purpose even when I'm not acting. And that's really important. So passion projects, you know, they can also give you purpose outside of your quote-unquote career. And that's really important when you're in a career where you don't always call the shots as to when and how you work. (laughs) I think it's really important. And I think that doing something like a passion project that puts you outside of your comfort zone is amazing. And I think it's got benefits outside of your creative jobs. It's got benefits for your mental health. I think there's a lot of good things that come from it. Another great thing about a passion project, like I said, is that it brings you out of your comfort zone a lot of the time. And I think that if you pick a passion project that you don't necessarily know all about is even better. So for me, let's talk about my podcast. So I have been listening to podcasts for a couple of years now because my boyfriend was the one who turned me on to them and I am obsessed. I love listening to podcasts. And 
you know, at some point I started giving advice to my sister's friends and to my own friends and people were saying, Deanna, you should really do a podcast. Like I'd love to listen to it or whatever, do something of that nature. And I said, yeah, 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 but I don't know how to do it. Well, you know what? When I finally got my shit together and I decided to make a podcast, I fucking learned how to do it. And that's awesome because so often we don't do things because we don't know how to do them. And that is stupid. We don't do things out of fear. And that is just, what are you doing then? You're just living your life, living every day the same. I don't know. That seems boring. Um, so for me, it's like, I learned how to use a mic. I learned how to use audacity. I reached out to people to help me figure out how to do these things and to keep me accountable. I mean, that's huge. I've, and I get so much confidence from the fact that I learned how to do this. And yes, of course I had help from my friends and my family, but I was the one who did it. And that's really special. And, and so often, like I said, we don't do things out of fear and then you just like continue to live your life every day. And are you really happy? I don't know. I feel like so often I just, you know, go through the paces cause it's easier, but this is something that I didn't know how to do. And I took a risk and I learned and sometimes, yeah, it doesn't work out. Sometimes you, especially like I think of baking, sometimes I bake something, especially if it's like a gluten-free or paleo thing and it totally fucking flops and that sucks. But you know what? You tried and a lot of times it still tastes delicious. And even if it doesn't, you know what? There will be another opportunity to try to bake it again or to bake something different. I think something like a passion project where the stakes are not tied up into money so that you can make mistakes and not worry about like, oh my God, this business investment is down the tubes now. I think it's important to challenge yourself to do something new and to learn new skills. And now look, now I know so much about sound, not sound design, but sound, I don't know, tech. I'm learning. I still don't know much, but I know enough to create a podcast and produce one and edit one. And that's awesome. So you learn new skills, which is just so great. And along with those new skills comes more confidence in yourself and in what you can do. So I think that's another reason why a passion project is just so essential. Um, and again, like I said, it doesn't have to be a podcast. It could be, you know, maybe your passion project is, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe your passion project is baking or cooking or making custom cards for your friends or, you know, writing in your journal. It doesn't have to be something that you do that necessarily is new, but I think that new things are important. Last but not least, I think that a passion project is important because it helps you realize that you are in charge of your happiness and you have the power to do whatever you want to do. And this sounds super woo-woo like when we were in kindergarten and they were like, you can be whatever you want to be. But seriously, you can do whatever you want to do. And fuck anyone who says it's not real because you don't make money from it. I think that's bullshit. So <laughs> do what you want to do, even if it's just for you. If you want to paint, if you want to learn photography, if you want to learn how to make a fucking croissant from France, learn how to do it and enjoy it, even if it just means it's for you. And again, maybe at some point you will end up making it a business. Maybe you will never make it a business, but it's, it's so empowering to 
Do something just for you and to learn something just so that you can grow as a human. That's empowering. And it, like I said, it gives you confidence. You learn new skills. It gives you something to talk about. And of course, it fuels your creative life. I feel so much more creative and so much more passionate about life because I have this other thing that doesn't have any rules attached to it. There's no money behind it. So I feel free to do whatever I want with it. And that's exciting to me. Um, So I really cannot push a passion project enough to anybody. And again, I think that even, I think that especially if you're in a job that you don't love, or if you're in a job that you do love, but you don't get to do enough, aka acting, (laughs) this is really important. Um, I'm sure I don't, she won't mind me talking about it. She'll be on the podcast at some point. But my sister, she went to school for photography and now works in um, a corporate office in their creative department. And she loves it. She produces photo shoots um, and does other things as well. But she recently started writing a screenplay. And she's found that it is something she does on her own time just for her. Again, there's no anything behind it besides what, you know, just she enjoys writing it. And she's now gone to writing groups and met women who have inspired her to do more with her writing. And she has gone through multiple drafts now. And um, it has also inspired her to maybe in some at some point in the future shift her career to more video production and hopefully writing, producing, like I said, films or TV shows or whatever. Again, right now it's just a passion project, but it has already given her so much for the future. So that's all I got for today. So our tangible tip, get dressed, put on something that is comfortable, but not too comfortable and get your work done. And I will have to learn that lesson myself because I'm still not good at it. And then our big deep dive today, um, get a passion project or like learn a new hobby, however you want to call it. Do something that really inspires you, makes you a little scared maybe, and also something that maybe is a totally new skill. And I promise you, even if it never goes beyond your hobby, it will give you so much more in return. It will give you confidence. It'll empower you that you can do anything. It will give you hopefully new skills Um, And it's also something that's a great way to connect with people and network. So many people love to hear about what you do outside of your quote unquote nine to five, even if it's not a real nine to five like acting. So it's just a great way to connect with people as well. Again, thank you so much for listening to the Nourished Actor podcast. Um, If you liked it, subscribe and leave a review wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. That's so hard to say. Okay, we will be back again next week.